Fortress Betamax Dungeon. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune. And uh, me, Jamie Ball. Hey Mark, hey listener. And welcome to another uh, a, a banjo decorating, toe jingly belling, uh, get down on your knees and hail Shirley Jackson episode of the Betamax. Who's Dungeon. Shirley Jackson? She's right, Mark. What she wrote. She's so, one of the best. Some of Christmas, eh? No, no, no. No, right. no, not really. I just, just around. You basically slung some... You never heard of Shirley you basically, you basically slung some sleigh bells on the, onto your introduction. Well, because this may turn out to be our Chris, kind of our Christmas well, episode. Well, it's December. If we get another one out in December, then... This will be out in December. Okay, yeah. No so it's kind of a... No, no, I mean... No, I'm not. That's not a pressurising... Yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> Well, this could be the, well. It better be a Christmas edition because we're doing some Christmassy films. Yeah, um, a whole year in the making because we couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, it took me a while to find it. Um, it is a big pile of Betamax tapes. You know, it's, it's not, and they're not alphabetical order. We've done this, Dewey Decimal. Um, <laughs> we saw. We were going to speculate about a trailer, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, it came out, I think the trailer only came out today. Yeah, well, I've never heard of it before. Um, so, yeah, I think it's sort of been in production. I think I'd well, it must have been in production. Yeah, it? so I think I'd maybe heard the type, but, you know, you hear all kinds of rubbish. But the actual trailer came out today, so when this episode comes out, obviously the trailer would have been out for a while. Yeah. Look it up on YouTube. I don't YouTube. know why I'm explaining I that. I don't know why you're explaining how so trailers So the trailer that, that we watched was Cocaine Bear. I ought to say Cocaine Bear. You just, you can, you can say Cocaine Bear. No. It's a great title. It's it? a great I title. I think they might have left uh, all the best bits in the trailer. I've got a feeling. Yeah, I would, I would, it's one of those things where I would say to people, look forward to this film, but don't watch the trailer. Yeah. And I know I made you watch the trailer. You made me watch the trailer. But then you had, told... to te- you had to take that bit of pill for the sake of the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know? Is art, I put art first in this instance. This, the, the, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a very arty film. But, but it anyone, could be Ray Liotta's last. It is Ray Liotta's last. Um, and he appears from the trailer to basically be playing an older version of the coked-up... Henry Hill. Henry Hill, yeah. Yeah, uh, which he's good at, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, he's brilliant at He's that. played that character about nine times. He's always played that character. Right. Even when he's a goodie, he still seems coked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my, uh, one of my favourite films, Ray Liotta. Ah, oh, I can never get it right. I can. I always get it mixed up with something wild. What happens in it? Well, oh, the guy at Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey's mate. Yeah. What's his name? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels meets. That is something wild, isn't it? Melanie Griffith. Yeah, is it Summer Wild? I think so. Or well, do we always get mixed up with that Nicolas Cage thing? That's um, Wild at Heart. Oh, God, yeah. So it is something wild. Yeah. Yeah, so Ray Liotta's not in it for about 45 minutes. Yeah, it starts out as a kind of mis- yeah, mismatched couple. Romance. Yeah. And then Ray Liotta turns up and, and, and it all goes south. Um, so I, yeah, so cocaine bear. Kind yeah, of, sorry, cocaine bear. Yeah, no, it, um, it kind of, kind of had snakes on a plane vibe. Yeah, a little bit, but not necessarily in a bad way. And what I particularly like is that 
Uh, you might think from the title that that's like a kind of a euphemism for something. No, 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 no. no, no there's no, 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 no there's no, 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 no cleverness no. going on. <laughs> it is literally a movie about a bear and <coughs> cocaine. Mm. Um, and what hilarity would ensue from that? But I'm in off just off the basis of that. You tell you know it's a film. Yeah. About a bear out of his mind on cocaine. I don't need to know anymore, Mark. It's almost like they they've looked inside my head and they're like, we know what this guy wants to Jesus watch. Jesus Christ. I don't want to watch that. But cocaine bear, I'm in. Imagine what's going on in there. Well, you don't have to. Well, you do all the time. Cocaine bear. No, going on in your head. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that little bird flying around, bumping off the side of your skull going, cocaine bear? Not all the time. It was, it was a good trip. Not all the time, but sometimes. Um, it, and the, uh, who else was in it? Um, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, that guy. I'll say that name because you, you're stumbling through that for the next ten minutes. That would be an impossible name for me to even... Try and attempt, and he was in uh, Solo. Okay, and he was also in the Coen Brothers film. Yeah, uh, Hail Would did it were so simple? Would did it were so say your line exactly as I do? Would did it were so simple? Yeah, so so it's out in February, Mark. So which is really exciting is that now we're like literally we're harnessing our earlier anticipation of the film and at the moment we're really looking forward to it and it'll be good to see how it plays out in February if we're still podcasting in February. Well, I don't see why. Why wouldn't we be? Well, you know, just just to see how our feelings about it are when we actually see it. Because at the moment, I'm super excited about Cocaine Bear. Your Halloween ends up in your... Well, I I wouldn't I'm more excited about Cocaine Bear than I was Halloween ends. Halloween is your franchise. Yeah. You were more excited about Halloween Ends. I, I, but I, te- I did temper my expectations. Yeah. I don't hate it. Anyway, let's, we've talked enough about Halloween Ends. Well, I don't. We can talk more talk. about Halloween Ends, Mark. <laughs> um, cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Oh, it's just, it's, I'm so excited. I am quite excited. Um, I like the bit in the trailer... Where uh, they're driving away in the ambulance, and the, obviously the woman who's already, I think, undergone a bear attack is on a gurney. Yeah. And she's a copper, like a deputy. And the back doors of the ambulance are open, and the, her, even the other ambulance, driver, it's the ambulance driver, yeah, like the um, paramedic, he's sort of in the back doorway, and the bear is charging up the road behind him. Looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's very CGI. I guess it's kind of CGI, isn't it? It's not a real bear. It's definitely not a real bear, but it looks all right. And uh, yeah, the lady on the gurney is trying to shoot it, but obviously she's been strapped to like a stretcher. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. It looked exciting. Mark. It looks very exciting. Right. Anyway, should we get on to the main feature? I didn't mean to just dismiss your no, no, excitement. No, no. <laughs> anyway, fuck the bear. Let's talk about this movie. Where's the swear jar, Mark? Oh, so good. Do you know, I've... Um, don't I swear so much, because I've not got a lot of the coins in my pocket. No, no. Um, we're a lot better. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... But some... They're terrible for well, swear. You swear. You swear. Well, I'm not going to say... Well, why not? No, 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 I'm not doing that. No, because I like all the ones I listen to, but some... Who swears? I want to know who swears. Well, you can stop it and I'll tell you. I don't, why wouldn't you say it? 
Because these are other people doing a podcast. I don't want a bad mouth. I don't okay, want to. I don't like the way give they're doing it. Plug. Give them a plug. That's not giving them a plug. That's it is. slating them for swearing too much. Who swears too much? I'm not you? telling oh, you. Oh, you're such a Larry Letdown. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, I don't want to. All right, get off it. Get off the subject. Right, okay. And this week's main feature is. Uh, 1974 proto slasher classic Black Christmas. Oh, uh, it's Christmas, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Christmas time, mistletoe and wine. Well, you know, there's snow on the ground outside the dungeon. You've got the tree up, uh, uh, fairy lights, um, fairy on top of the tree, and I have a star on the top of my tree, Jamie, if you look. I don't like fairies on top of my trees. <laughs> that sounded terrible the way that came out. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like they have fairies on the top Do of the trees. Do they still have fairies? Yeah. Or a star. You have a star these days, don't you? A fairy's not okay now. Can I you don't not? know. Is there a, is I that... don't know. I can't remember. I go into a lot of houses every day and I haven't seen a star. A, a, a That's fairy. probably because it isn't actually bloody Christmas yet. Yeah, but it's May. Uh, every house I went in today has got a Christmas tree. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people had them up last week. See, these people, they shouldn't be allowed to When did you put your tree up? In your house? I don't. I live, on, I live on my own. Yeah? Do you Christmas it up a little bit? No. Oh. I've just tried to pretend it's not really happening. Why? Because I just don't. Anyway, it's Christmas can be a sad time for people, Mark. You know, I, you know, I, I just, I'm just trying, just, I, I, I'm happy at Christmas. I have, you know, it's okay, but I don't really want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't get into it that much. So right, saying. okay, well you don't have to. I've probably, I feel like I'm getting, I'm delving too much into my psyche. Let's already. not go there. We already... no. Yeah, I, I do like Christmas, but because I live on my own, I don't tend. Well, you to... go to other people's house and look at their. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah. I only put the tree up because my kids come round. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, that's what I mean. I mean, it's for kids and stuff, isn't it? Primarily, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I don't... If yeah. I had kids or anything... I'd be annoyed if I didn't get a present. Oh, yeah, I like all, the, I like all that stuff. I like all the <laughs> present business. Um, anyway, Black Christmas, 1970 what? 1974. Directed by... Bob Clark. And he did Porky's as well, didn't he? I'm afraid he did. And... He also did, uh, he did A Christmas Story, which I don't think has ever really... It's not caught all over here, isn't it? It's never that? really been a big thing over here, but in America, I think A Christmas Story is probably his most sort of well-known film. He, he's not a horror director? No, no, not at all. Um, he also did, you may remember, uh, he did From, uh, From the Hip, which uh, had Judd Nelson in... It was a, I think it was Judd Nelson was like a defence lawyer, and it starts out as a comedy, right? And it's kind of funny. He's a fun, it's, you know, it's Judd Nelson. He's a sort of outrageous lawyer. He gets people off. He's really good at getting people off. Uh, and then at the end, he gets a client who is really not, like an evil man, mm-hmm. and he has that whole conscience, that crisis of conscience. Like I'm going to probably get this bloke off because I'm a good lawyer. But I think he actually probably did do it. Right. I think if I, I hadn't seen it in years and years, and it's kind of a bit of a comedy kind of. Um, but he did that. He also did uh, Loose Cannons. Have you ever seen that? It's uh, Dan Aykroyd and Gene Hackman in like a mismatched buddy buddy cop movie. I thought the 
No. You never seen that? You no. probably have seen it. No. Uh, and he also did... He gets a lot of stick for it, but I, this is probably one of my favourites by him. Um, uh, Turk 182, but uh, with Timothy Hutton. Turk 182? Yeah. I like it. Wait there. I got... Th- I, I know this film. Yeah. What is it? Uh, okay, so it's... Um, it's not the military school. Uh, no. Yeah. I wonder what you're thinking of. I'm thinking the one with Tom Cruise in there. You're really... thinking of Taps, are you? Is that Taps? No, it's a really young Tom Cruise and they're all about closing the school down, but I think it's got Timothy Hutton in it. Is that Taps? No, I don't, think, I, don't know. I, don't think, I don't know. No, that's not this one. Anyway, it's not this one. Um, Turk 182. This is basically like a graffiti artist taking on the establishment. Right. And uh, he's... Uh, it's that kind of classic... the. He he's got a genuine beef with with the system. Like yeah. he's genuinely got a valid argument, right. and so it's that like little man fighting the system, fighting the government. Yeah. And he's doing it through his graffiti art. And Turk One Eight Two is like his tag. Yeah, but that has a that has a further meaning within the film. What, what it represents. But I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it. Oh. It kind of tells you early on, but. Well, what is it? Well, Turk 182 uh, was his brother's... Turk was his brother's nickname. In 182 was his number. He was a fireman. I knew it. I, yeah. And I think his yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. I think his brother either gets injured or gets killed. I can't quite remember. I think he just gets badly injured. Mm. But they kind of... The, 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 um, the city kind of dupe him out of giving any kind of... Uh, like, yeah, any conversation yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I have seen so, that a very long time. So Turk one eight two is him kind of just trying to fight a battle for his brother. Right. Um, Who's his brother? I got a feeling I might be wrong, but it might be Robert. Ah, uh, what's his name? He was in Spencer for Hire. Is it Robert Urich? Robert, yeah. Robert, that's Robert, so Ur- Robert Urich. Robert Urich. Ulrich. Ulrich. Robert Ulrich. Should we have a quick look? Yeah. Okay. Robert Urich it was. Okay. And it was Taps. Okay. With Tom Cruise before he had his tooth sorted. I, I don't I don't know what he looked like before he had his Well he he was he was he had a tooth in the middle. Oh okay, yeah, because yeah, it done it they don't quite line up, right? Yeah. It's like the... He had a tooth in the middle. He's still I, people just seem to want to knock him. Yeah, sod it. I think it's because he's short. Or it's, successful, it, No, it's not because he's short and successful. Stop being so heightest. How tall is Tom Cruise? He's shorter than me. Way. No, I think I think it's I think it's the Scientology bit, mate. Oh well, yeah, that. But they may be right. Me may be wrong. They may be right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. L. Ron Hubbard had a vision. Yeah. Let's not get into that because we'll end up getting. Oh, yeah, I don't give a shit about any of that. Um, so. Anyway. Black- Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. So uh, it's not a black exploitation film. No. Um, could be though. Could be a yeah, good what, title what, for a what black. In, what would that entail I exactly? Know. I guess you're would, actually thinking about it. Like it would be a black uh, Father Christmas. Would it? Yeah. Yeah. Played by. Uh, what? When are we making it? Fred Williamson. Are we making it in the seventies? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or Richard Roundtree. Yeah. And 
Uh, let's see. A young Richard Pryby in there somewhere. Let's see. He's he's a Christmas Santa yeah. uh, department store. Yeah. And uh, people are because he's a black Father Christmas. People are like, "You're not Father Christmas." Blah, 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 blah. Shit happens, and all these white shoppers get locked in the shop. Like you know, the lights go out. And it's just like a die-hard situation. Right. And those are baddies turn up. And then it took, you know, uh, Fred Williamson or Richard Roundtree ends up sorting Sa- out the baddies. Yeah, saving all the white people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be I'd watch that. <sighs> or is that, could we get away with that now? I don't Not know. Now. Back in the 70s, we could. That would have been a good. Back in the 70s, we could. Yay for the 70s. But that, would have been a good, that would have been a good <laughs> message in this. Come on, Mark. That would have been a right. good. Come so, on. Black Christmas is not a black exploitation film. No, it isn't. It's a it's an early slasher, um, proto slasher. Would you say? Yeah, it's not quite a slasher. It's not quite there. It's a it's a little bit like a Jallo film. Yeah, yeah, but a Jallo film, you find out who the killer is generally. Yeah, um, yeah. This is real heavy on the mystery, isn't it? I'd kind of forgotten about yeah, that. Yeah, it's heavy on the mystery, and it, it's a big red herring. Oh yeah. And but if you've got good eyesight and a good decent enough picture on your beat max, yeah, you, then you then and she should have re- worked it out as well. Yeah, but you're all about the eyes. Yeah, she saw Billy. Billy, I'm using. Does he ever get a name in the film, or is that just in the credits? He gets a name. I didn't even notice that it come up in the credits. Is but he's why is he called? Why do we know him as Billy? Because he's kind of in the phone calls. He's kind of referring, to, or he doesn't even refer to himself, but he's talking about like Billy and Agnes. And Bob Clark did it. It did come out that he had written kind of a rough backstory. And I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But the backstory is in, what they use in the next is one. kind of yeah. That was kind of what the which is fucking nuts. It is nuts. Um, Swear to on that. So, um, the tagline for Black Christmas is one of my favourites. Go on. Um, sorry, I'm a bit, it might be a bit wheezy tonight. I don't know, oh, it's that Christ. time of year. But it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. So I apologise for that. Um, if this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Huh? If this movie doesn't make... I'm not doing it in the <laughs> right trailer voice. If this movie... Doesn't make your skin crawl. It's on too tight. Right. What does it get right about this? This the slasher tropes. Should we? Um, let's, you... Should we get to that? Yeah. Let's do. Should we do? Yeah, like, let's let's, whip let's through, do the cast. Let's whip through the cast. Let's stick. Let's stick to the format, master. All right. Format. I was just trying to throw something out there. I probably forget it now. Yeah, forget. We don't even get there. Well, I'll write it on my bit of paper. What was your question? Do you got a pen? Slasher tropes. Yeah. Well, it's got like POV. Well, let's get to it at the end. Don't tell me not to oh, talk God, about why it. Did I felt bad then. You made me. Right, right, let's get through the cast. If we go through it methodically, we generally yeah, yeah, always yeah. get to everything yeah. that. Come on. All right. Let's. <laughs> Chill out, man. We're talking about Black Christmas. Come on. Then stop hurrying me up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about to turn a phrase. Right, okay. A turn, a turn of phrase, it means hurry up. Yeah, chop, chop. Right. sake. <laughs> the cast of Black cast. Christmas. Go on. Uh, so, Olivia Hussey yeah. is Jessie. She's Jessie. Jess. Um, 
Yeah, she's adorable in this. Yeah, she's film. a cutie. Um, and well, I don't mean that in a weird way. She's no, she's, no, no, not even not even really in that way. To be honest with you, for the majority of the film, you just want to give her a big hug, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you know, just yeah. and tell her it'll be all right. Um, she's got a great jumper on it and stuff <laughs> with like the two hands. Like two giant hands. Yeah. Like across her jumper. Can you remember a jumper? No. It just looks really good. This is oh. a really cool jumper. Um, so yeah, Olivia Hussey, uh, who was it? That was really a heyday then, when she yeah. she was. I think she was about twenty two, twenty three, and uh, she plays a character who uh, she's pregnant, and uh, she doesn't really love her boyfriend. Uh, no, he's a little burk. Yeah, and she's decided that she doesn't. Want the child doesn't want the child. Uh, uh, she is a uh, she is a student at a local uh, university. She's a sorority sister. Is um, it, are they called universities in America, or they're just colleges? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, college. Um, and she's a sorority sister and one of her sisters is uh, played by Margot Kidder from uh, Superman uh, called Barb yeah which is quite an apt name yeah she's yes Barb Barb by nature yeah Uh, John Saxon is in it as uh, Lieutenant Fuller Uh, and he uh, he's (laughs) I thought you were going to struggle with that next name Keir (laughs) Delir Kid, kid, how would you say it? Kid Delia. Kid Delia. Yeah. That's a crazy name. Isn't it? But he's, 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 yeah, go back to John Saxon. We'll get to Kid Delia in a minute. <laughs> John Saxon's great in this. Yeah, he is great, yeah. Um, John he's playing, he's playing the same bloke from Nightmare on Elm Street, really. Yeah, it could be the same bloke. Yeah. It could that could be him growing yeah. up. Yeah. Or, yeah. But he never seems to age. No, he doesn't. He always looks there's, there's, there's the same. There was a period for him in the 70s and 80s where he just looked the same in every film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, even in Dust Till Dawn, that brief appearance in that, yeah. he didn't look really any older. He's got that weird, almost like a comb-over haircut. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Not so much when he was younger. Maybe that's the only thing that's kind of changed where yeah. he has sort of gone, he's lost his hair a bit, but... His face, it doesn't. His face doesn't really age. Um, so John Saxon, and this is the other thing we were saying about like how this doesn't seem to follow a lot of slasher film tropes. He actually really comes across as a caring, competent cop. Yeah. Um, the rest of the cops, not so much. Not so much, but he um, he cares, and he he does. Uh, he uh, he kind of exudes. A, degree of safety do you know what I mean you can you can believe him as a cop who wants to kind of protect yeah what about Sheriff Brackett then uh what the first one yeah what Halloween yeah yeah kind of not so much he's just more harassed I think he's why have I got this dopey doctor thinking this madman's gonna come he's he's just out of his depth any I think he's Bracken's like a nice friendly small town sheriff yeah 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 but he ain't in any way equipped to deal with What's coming his way, you know? He's just he's he ain't got a chance, and that kind of maybe even goes for the Brad Dourif yeah, yeah, version yeah. in the Rob Zombie one. Um, so yeah, John Saxon, uh, and then uh, Keir Delia. He's way too old. Yeah, he's thirty-eight, isn't he? 
<laughs> he's way too old. That's kind of creepy. And he's going out well, with... Well, he is supposed to be playing a college guy. Right, he, but, but he's, 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 he does look young-ish. He doesn't look, I don't think he looks that young. Well, when you find out he is that age and you watch it, you're like, yeah. He yeah. clearly yeah. looks about <laughs> fit. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't I didn't, it, cause he's a 2001, isn't he? Which is yeah. five, six years earlier. Uh, yeah, I think it's it six, was. Is that 68, 69? Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. I think it was, yeah. I'm not sure on 2001. Um, but he looks older than that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what else he was in around that time. Um, it just seemed to, to struck me as being an odd choice. Yeah, well, I think they... Art Hindle, who plays uh, Claire's boyfriend. Yeah. And he's been in loads of stuff over the years. I think he was in the run-in, but... Or I think he auditioned late and they'd already kind of sit, signed Keir DeLeon. Yeah. But I think Bob Clark kind of in his mind was like, actually Art Hindle would have been a good choice. Um, and I mean, there was, a, there was a point where, we'll get to it, but there was a point where the studio, I think, wanted Art Hindle to be the killer. Right. It, that to be the reveal at the end. But, you know, obviously don't forget about that. But, you know, there's talk about it. Um, uh, Andrea Martin plays Phil... And she shows up in the 2006 remake. Yeah. Um, the house mother... Well, she plays Mrs... Yeah, the she... Yeah. In the second yeah, one. Yeah, in the second in one. The, in, in, the, the, in the remake. Is yeah. It, in there's the, a remake in there. It's not a sequel. It is pretty much a remake. Yeah, pretty, I'd say a remake. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. So Andrea Martin plays Phil and uh, Marion Waldman in the original plays Mrs. Mack. Uh, Mrs. Mack is the ho- alcoholic house mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, well, Margot Kidder, uh, her character in this is... Oh, she likes to drink an orange, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, she's an alcoholic as well. Um, she's got some really cruel lines. Um, and apparently she was written as... She's she's a bisexual character. Right. Which is why there's a scene where you see her, she's kind of looking at a girly mag. She's got, like, a Playboy on yeah, her. That's right, she's yeah. kind of looking at. Um in some of her lines, there's uh, there's one that I'm not I'm not even going to say. Have you got it written down? I'll say it. Okay, can you? It's the one where. No, have you got it written down? No. All oh, right, we don't. The one I have got written down, I will say. Well, so, yeah. well, there's one early on. She takes a phone call from her mum really early on. Yeah. And she's talking to her mum, and other stuff is going on, but you can hear her talking in the background. And I, her mum, I think, is basically letting her down and basically saying, we don't want you to come up this for the weekend bar. We're, I've got other plans. Um, and Bob says, oh, you're a real gold-plated whore, mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I will say, there's a scene after the initial dodgy phone call. Yeah. Uh, a girl looks up and says, oh, a local girl got raped. Only the other week, and Bob says, "A townie can't get raped." <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just quoting the, yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah. So she, her, her character is just Barb is about right. Yeah, but you can really kind of see from this how they kind of thought she'll make a great Lois Lane. That kind of yeah, she's got the 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 spunk yeah and just that the whole scene as well with the police station where she explains like the new telephone connection they're on yeah which is like fellatio 
in the dumb cot of the, <laughs> never heard of it did. and then she spells it out yeah. for him and then he reads it back later to some other cops yeah, 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 and just laughing at it it is really funny um, but her in that scene when she's spelling it out to him her yeah I didn't think she was going to spell it out I thought it's you were going to get it and it's funny she's, she goes through yeah, the no, whole she word. sticks with it doesn't she she yeah, goes through the whole good. word you're like oh no so um, there was talk that uh, it was going to be like a series of movies right um, and it was potentially going to be like a different holiday every time well the thing that I heard was Bob Clark did he mention it to a producer of Halloween or or, or John Carpenter maybe I'd, okay I don't know that I've heard it maybe but um, it was John Carpenter's I he 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 gives John Carpenter Carpenter he doesn't accept any credit for that but he's had a conversation the conversation was had apparently oh okay because it is a, it is the first if you can just go a little bit into the tropes it is, okay. it is the first holiday stabathon yeah slasher well yeah is it, is it a stabathon no, it's not a stabathon, murderathon. It's only, there's not really that many stabbings. It's, it's, well, it's, like, it's a slasher, it's, isn't it? Even though it's a, yeah, a slasher. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I'm, I'm, poly- pick, I'm picking hairs, but the ki- there aren't that many. There's probably more suffocations than there are. Yeah, um, yeah. Signs. Um, but um, yeah, you got that. April Fool's Day, Halloween. April Fool's Day. What's this? Oh, sorry, you're doing the holiday. Yes, yeah, it's so holiday. sorry, yeah, it's yeah. the holiday dates thing. Sorry, you lost me there. I was like, I thought you were going through the early slashes, but now no. you're going through the holidays. The holiday trope or specific day trope. Okay, all right, Friday, this is fine. Okay, my bloody Valentine. There you go. There's another one. That's brilliant. Um, Halloween, uh, obviously. Graduation day. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Uh, happy death day. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a day, is it? It's the day you die. All uh, oh, right. Uh, I can desperately, desperately go through the calendar. Well, right? yeah, I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to. Uh, Christ, about to Eli Roth's Thanksgiving trailer. I love. Thanks. His, yeah, there is. I love his trailer. Why isn't there a murder film with? The trailer's brilliant. I just. Holiday murder dates. Yeah, that becomes a. Yeah, that kind of becomes a trope of. Yeah. This is where um, Black Christmas isn't quite a slasher yet, is it? Because it, it doesn't get the tropes and it isn't... Re- a lot of the things that Black Christmas does aren't picked up as tropes. Um, so there's no there's no final reveal, which is probably partly part of its charm, but also a pretty frustrating side of it. Yeah, I didn't... I'm not 100% keen on it. There's no killer in a mask. There's too many cops. There's too much cop involvement. Yeah. You don't get that in slasher films. You look at the remake, there's no cops. No cops at all. No cops. Um, but the the, the, the the tent pegs are there, so to speak. Yeah. The, you've, got, you've got the point of view camera work, the whole um, people being picked off one by one, the, uh, the, f- the final girl kind of finding bodies at the end yeah um, there is a lot of what w- would come aren't later. some bodies undiscovered though yeah oh yeah 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 should we do do you want to do a bit of a we haven't really done a synopsis yeah we'll do a quick one there's not a lot to it really is there not really um, bare, so, bare bones so it's a uh, 
so it's a sorority house. Uh, if I could just interject here, yeah. I've never understood the sorority house. Pardon me. And what are the men, what are the boys ones? Fraternities. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's just like an American thing. I just think you kind of pledge to it and then you uh, you basically, it's basically like a campus club. Mm-hmm. This, I, you know, I'm talking as an Englishman, I don't really kind of get it. But you, but uh, if you're accepted into there, then you get to to live in that house. And they're often like kind of big houses with loads of rooms. So I think there's a degree of that, like seeking accommodation. So you yeah. do whichever sorority house you join. But it's also one... It sounds it, a little bit elitist. There is a degree of that to it, I think, as well. Because I think a lot of people... Uh, I think in the, the second one, it kind of talks about it, where, like, uh, legacy pledges or people that were members of the sorority through previously. Right. Um, and in America as well, I think they also... There's also... We... We have it in this country as well. It's almost that kind of private club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, secret society kind of element to to some of it. Um, In America, is it the the Skull and Bones? Oh, I don't know. know, My memory's rubbish. But um, yeah, there's like a rumoured... Might not even be rumored, but there's like a secret society within certain. I don't know. I oh, don't you know get what that. I'm talking about. You get, you get that at Eton and stuff. Yeah, like over that. here it's like the Bullendon. Bullendon. Yeah, yeah, that kind of idea of uh, yeah joining a brotherhood mm. kind of nonsense. And there's a they have like initiation ceremonies and uh, in order to join, and they pick who they want to join. Um, I don't know. I'm English, Mark. Oh, I, I, all I know yeah. is from what I've seen in films, like Animal House and uh, Sorority Babes at the Slime Ball okay. sl- Slimerama. <clears throat> slime Ball Bolerama. So, there's a sor- is it Christmas Eve? This film is set. <laughs> Why are you shutting me down? I'm not man? shutting you down. Shutting me down. I'm not shutting you down. I was just saying the title of the film. Yeah. About sorority girls. Okay, okay. Well, no, that's no. There's... I'm just telling you my, where I've got my understanding of it. Okay. Oh, I don't. Um, I don't know. There is Christmas Eve, and time is weird in this movie. Okay. Because it all seems to happen. Does it all happen on one night? Well, no, because they have a. I can't tell. No, because because no, there's a bit when Matey Boy's playing hockey on the roof or something. There, in between. I think. I don't think it is on one night. Okay, so I think it's over a couple of nights. Okay, so the bulk of it is over one night, though, isn't it? Because... Well, no, don't some people get killed and then they're looking for them the next day? Let's just do the quick synopsis. Go on, then. Uh, Sorority House. So it's a sorority house in America. Uh, It's actually filmed in Canada. Yeah. uh, Is it Toronto? I think it's Toronto. Um, And... uh, People are going home for Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. The holidays are coming up. Um... One girl, it happens really early on, doesn't it? Really, mm. there isn't really a lot of setup. Um, but within the sorority house, they're getting nuisance phone calls. That's one of the key things. They've been getting kind of really quite bizarre, probably the best nuisance phone calls of yeah. movie history because they are proper fucked up. Yeah, I mean, one of them says a C word. Yeah, we won't do that quote. No, we we ain't got enough coins. But in I think tonight, the Mark. um, so. 
We're allowed to get away with quotes if the quotes are swear. Yeah, 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 you're fine. Um, so, oh, are you planning on quoting it? No, no. I no. can't wait. No, no, I can't. Oh, you're not going to quote it? I can't it. It's just... Because the, the, the I, phone I calls... I it down, Mark. The phone calls are different voices as well. Yeah. It's not just one voice. Yeah, it's three or... Yeah, it's two or three full voices. <clears throat> um, I found on my copy... It was re- the phone calls were really quiet and I couldn't turn the subtitle option on. Right. So, in some ways, that kind of adds to it because you really you can't quite... You can't quite get... Always what get what he's saying. You know it's weird. Yeah, it's very um, weird. So, anyway, the Soiree House, they're getting weird calls. And uh, Claire, played by Lynn Griffin, um, she's leaving early, goes upstairs to pack her case... She gets killed in her closet. Yeah. Uh, she basically gets like a load of plastic wrapped around her face. Mm-hmm. And then her body gets taken upstairs by the killer and hidden in the attic. Into those, one of those massive attics. Yeah, like American a big... Houses yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Um, so... And sat by a window. Yeah. If I the, right no, yeah, weirdly. Yeah. But I guess you, it's pretty high up. I don't think you'd see it from ground level, but... Yeah, it is weird. That and she's in that. They they don't find they don't her. Find her do they? For the rest of the film, that's one of the creepiest things about it. That she's just sat there in that chair. Yeah. Even at the with end, the bag on the red. The, yeah, with yeah, plastic, yeah. With the plastic around the red. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's creepy. Isn't there a car outside though? When are we talking about early on? Or? When they start looking for her. I don't know. Or do they even know she's gone missing? I don't even think they really know. The only time they know miss, that she's gone missing is when her dad shows up, Mr. That's Harrison. Right, that's right, yeah. And he was supposed to meet her. I think this is now the following day. Yeah. And he's supposed to meet her at one o'clock. Yeah. And he doesn't meet her. And he has a conversation with Keir Delia. Yeah. He's got longer hair in that bit, if you notice. No, I didn't notice. His hair is almost twice as long in that bit. Right. Um, and... Keir Delia points him in the direction of the sorority house and That's says, right. oh, I do know I do know her. I haven't seen her today. Go to the sorority house. So Mr. Harrison goes to the sorority house. He's a little bit shocked by... Uh, they seem a little bit modern and freewheeling and yeah, drinking. Well, he's, and, he's, at the 50, he's a 50s dad, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and he meets Mrs. Mack, the alcoholic house mother. Yeah. Uh, that's quite funny, those scenes with a pair of them. Um, I thought that the guy that played her dad did really well. He was, he was really good. He's one of the best performances in it, actually. And he doesn't get that many lines. No, um, it's just the looks on his face. Yeah, no, he's good. He is really good. Um, even the scene when Barbara goes off on him and she's being really inappropriate. Yeah. Just being really unkind. And even in that scene, he, he doesn't even actually really say anything to her. Um <laughs> But his face kind of manages to kind of say it all. Um, I didn't write that guy's name down. I think it's something Edmonds. Edmonds. Um, yeah, but the guy who plays Mr. Harrison, he's really good. Uh, so, yeah, he's expected his daughter to turn up. She doesn't arrive. He gets pointed to the sorority house. Um, it's around this time, I think, don't the girls then... Do they go to the police about it? Um... I think Margot Kidder and uh, Phil and Mr. Harrison go to the police and the police are a little bit dismissive. They yeah, just they're very think, dismissive. Yeah, they just think like, oh, well, you know, she's probably hooked up with her boyfriend. Yeah, she's gone to a with her boyfriend. And, uh, uh, yeah, don't take it seriously. Um, 
But then later on in that set, I'm guessing it's that same day, a mother comes into the station and her 13 year old girl's daughter has gone missing. That's right. And that whole that whole bit, you're not even really 100 percent sure that all of that really it's connected. It's like almost like a subplot. Yeah, that, that doesn't really go anywhere. But they they. Well, it may, it means the the police suddenly start taking it a bit more serious that uh, Claire has gone missing, and then when they report that they're getting these weird phone calls. Yeah, but are they connected? We don't even know whether they're connected. No, no. But John Saxon's on the case. Yeah, and he's you know he's kind of like yeah, there's something going on here. So uh, he decides to go round to the Sprite House. He puts a wiretap on the phone. Yeah, you've got to keep him talking for two minutes. Talking yeah. about wiretap. Those great ones from the 70s. Um, <laughs> my my favourite character in the whole thing, in my favourite scenes, is the guy in the telephone exchange where he's trying to make the tap and he's sort of running down the... And he sometimes he's like, no, you got to keep him on the phone longer. I couldn't quite get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is, but his scenes in that like telephone exchange, they're just brilliant. Um, and basically the big twist I mean it's an urban legend twist and it? it's probably yeah. well known now yeah. but the big, the big twist so I did have a list of films that were where they, where they use it oh, there's loads uh, The Severed Arm uh, A Stranger Calls it's in it after it's been well used you know you can't, you can't use it now so much no it doesn't really work now no, it doesn't really work now um but yeah, the emails so, are coming from in your house. Yeah, from your own computer. And so <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so the big twist. Urban legend, you know, uh, the killer is inside the house. The calls, oh, well, the calls are coming from inside the house. Yeah. Um, and John Saxon is on the radio and he says to the dopey copper, I want you to ring the house. Yeah. And I want you to, I don't, don't, want, don't, don't, don't tell her. Don't. Muck it up. <laughs> and he, yeah, he ends up going crazy. <laughs> Get out of the house. Jeez! The cores. The cores are coming from inside the house, Jess. You've got to get out. Jess! He goes nuts. She's like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to go and get Phil and Barb. <laughs> no, Jess! Yeah, okay. So no, he, he, uh, he causes a bit of a panic in her. Of course guess. he does. Um... Yeah, so it's hard to do a synopsis for this one, weirdly. So Olivia Hussey yeah, basically finds out the calls are coming from inside the house uh, and it leads to an unexpected denouement. Yeah, which your boyfriend Peter, is it? Well, yeah, as you, uh, yeah, as you said earlier, Jess is... Uh, she's going out with Keir Delir. Keir Delir. Peter. And um, she's pregnant. She doesn't want. She doesn't want to keep the child. He is dead against it, and he? he's yeah, he really. Yeah, um, he's thirty-eight. You're getting old. Well, yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> might be his last chance. Uh, and he, uh, no time. I know times are different, but I think even back in 1974, he wasn't being reasonable about it. No. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, he couldn't accept that ultimately. It's up to her, and he was yeah. like, "Well, you know, you need to talk to me about it." Yeah. And she was like, "Well, I wasn't even going to tell you. I, you know, you, if if I didn't tell you, why you wouldn't yeah. have even known." Um, and through the film, he, he increasingly gets a bit more antsy about it. Yeah, I mean, in his defence, she does pick a really crap day 
to tell him it's when he's doing his big piano yeah he was a pianist yeah and he's doing his big uh, recital that day and no, I, I don't know if she told him at all she wasn't going to keep it yeah that is a weird yeah she didn't need to did she but then I guess maybe she was just trying to do the right thing and just say well that does seem weird why would yeah why would she tell him if she was going to do that he yeah. just maybe he's got to pay for it today I don't know how it works over there but no, he, there's no NHS, mate. But I think she, sort of thing. I think she would have automatically regretted telling him. <coughs> yeah, I think she regrets it within the first five seconds of mentioning it to him. I mean, this is why I think it is over a couple of days because he keeps coming back in and they keep talking about it. I think, yeah, time is weird it, in this. It film. is. It is. You're right. It is weird. Um, and it, it seems to be. If it's one day, it's a flipping long day. Yeah, because right at the end. You see that there's a prominent clock at the end when Jess is in bed and they've sedated her, and it says four o'clock. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. Or is it it could be four o'clock in the morning. It could be four o'clock in the morning. That, yeah, okay, that would make more sense. That would work. I don't know why they leave her in that house on her own. Well, there's a copper outside. Oh, that whole ending is it's so frustrating in a lot of ways. I love it because it's creepy, but one of the characters even says, "Oh, I'll wait with her until her parents arrive." And then he just walks out the room. And it's so well shot, that ending, where she's sedated in bed. Because yeah. you hear all the characters talking downstairs. But they all just, they're slowly withdrawing. Yeah, they're withdrawing just, away. The voices and it, are getting and then suddenly she's just there on her own in the bed. Um, and then the camera pans up into the attic. Yeah. There's still a couple of bodies up there. Who's up in the loft? It's Claire and Mrs... Um, Mrs. Max. Mrs. Max. Yeah, the uh, the house lady. Um, How many people are murdered in it? I don't know. Is it four or five? I don't know. I don't, I don't write the body counts down, Mark. That doesn't seem like... <laughs> well, seems like a, let's have a quick look. Right, here's the, the official body count for Black Christmas 1974. Okay. Claire, yeah. strangled with a plastic bag. Yeah. Mrs. Mack, hooked to the face, yeah. dragged in the attic and killed. Ginny's Quaif. Oh, the 13-year-old, that's off camera. Yeah. Body found off screen. Barb, stabbed at least four times with a glass unicorn. That's a nasty way to go. Phil, killed off screen. Officer Jennings, floats, throat slit off screen. Yeah. Peter, killed off screen by Jess with a fire poker. Non-counted deaths. I think Claude Jess... McHenry, presumably killed off screen by Billy Lentz. I don't know who that is. And Claude Jess. McHenry? Who's that? I don't know. Is that the cat? The cat is called Claude. Possibly. He didn't kill the cat. There's no evidence that he would... Um, Jess Bradford, fate unknown. I think she... So how many Christ? I just did that. How many was that? One, two, three, four... I hate to break five, it to you, but six, I, I'm pretty sure Jess dies at the end. Yeah, pretty much so. Well, why are you yeah. ringing her? Exactly. Well, he rings well, after he kills. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say earlier on, after he kills someone, he rings. So the implication at the end is that he's come down out of the attic, killed her, and then he's ringing the house again. And there's no one there to answer it. And the copper is on what, the doorstep. What, what did you think of the end? I, I like, I I like that it's creepy. I can understand why it made waves in 1974. Yeah. Because you don't get anything about the killer at all. No, There's no, no clue who it is. The, the only thing you get is... The, the eyeball. The, the eyeball, the kills, the where you briefly see him kill, and the phone calls. Yeah. And I mean, we don't even really know that the killer... The killer's got to be making the phone calls, right? Or could it have been Peter making the phone calls? 
But why was the phone ringing after? He was dead. But we don't know who's ringing. Could have been anyone. Who's ringing at four in the morning? <laughs> or, or the afternoon. Or the afternoon. <laughs> well, it's dark. Well, yeah, it could be it's Toronto. Right? It's in, yeah, it's bloody dark all the time. Right? <laughs> um, 30 days a night. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I can understand why it made waves at the time, but now I just find, I thought it was a little bit... Fun. To get nothing about the killer... But then you get enough, don't you? You get enough from those disturbing phone calls. We just get that he's a nutter. But the, the but there's no there's no there's, there's the lack of payoff with a Giallo film. You get the you get the reveal. Get there's the no reveal. reveal. I mean, yeah. even in Halloween, we're always going to go back to Halloween because it's the it's the go to. Yeah, it's set. Film. It's set. The but you don't get you don't know a lot about Michael Myers, but you know enough. You know enough. There's enough there, and yeah. similarly with uh, Jason. You don't yeah. really know him, but you know enough. With yeah. this one, there's, there's nothing. And in the remake in 2006, they go completely the other way. What, too much? Too, too much. I don't know. I kind of liked in the remake how it wouldn't even really... It was That was a bit of a misdirect. Because there were two of them, wouldn't there? Yeah, but you know really? there's two of them from the start because somebody gets murdered. Yeah, away. you are thinking, like, well, hang on, if he's escaping from yeah. prison, he can't be killing the... And he's yelling for no reason. That was weird choice, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, but even like we'll but get, get we'll get we're not on yeah. the remake yet. Well. Um, so yeah, so the, uh, the nuisance we say the nuisance phone calls are probably the best in film history. Yeah, and they begin as you would think any pervy phone calls quite would. funny. Well, they, he's using the c word and he's saying, oh, it's a, I'm going to lick your peachy c yeah. word. You're going to suck my d." I can say dick, you're going to, you know, yeah. you're suck my dick. Then he says, I'm going to fucking kill you all. Yeah, at the end, it goes pretty dark. Um, and Margot kind of, Margot Kidder kind of um, engages with him a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she gives a bit back, doesn't she? But then, but then, that's a certain level of obscene phone call. But by the end of the film, the stuff he's saying, um, and he's even echoing back to Jess things that... Peter said to yeah, him. Yeah, because... There's this, uh, some point when they're talking about the abortion, and Peter says, "Oh, you're just talking about it as though you're getting a wart removed." That's right. And then in the phone calls later on, that's when she start. That's when Jess starts to think, "Is this Peter doing yeah. it?" And the same phrase comes up again. Um, but he I mean, could have just been listening through the. Oh yeah, he could have just been repeating what he'd heard because. All through that. This is the other thing I love about it. More so than in Halloween. You see, do you see him in the background? You you don't this, see him, but you see this. lots of shadows. There yeah. are loads of scenes where if you look in, if you look behind them, you can. There's someone there. Yeah. Not an out. Not an out. Not like a Michael Myers face at the window or an outline. Not shape, but just shadow to yeah. imply that someone is there. Um, so, some of the stuff in the phone calls. Uh, so a lot of it is like Agnes it's me it's Billy where have you done with the baby that kind of stuff and then you kind of get like uh, you pig you fat pig that kind of stuff um, <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah no I'm just going to go through that and then that mummy mummy <laughs> mummy what have you done with the baby that kind of yeah. Where's the baby? Mummy! That sort of... Yeah. I won't go too much into that. You like you were getting right into that then. Well, I, you know, um, they're creepy. They're, they are, they they are, are creepy, super yeah. creepy. Even as a grown man watching it now, I do find the phone calls 
pretty creepy. Um, and it, I mean, and like you said, that's the only kind of clue. You don't hear a lot of that these days, do you? What? Why well, people getting creepy phone calls? Well, it's the world's changed, isn't it? You just star sixty nine, and you're like, oh yeah, it's the, that guy. If I'm doing a phone call, you just, we just one, block it. We just one four one it. What's one four one? Well, they count your number doesn't, doesn't come up. <laughs> I sound like a creepy phone call given, eh? But if I were to call you and you not know who it was, I just put one four one in front of it. Why would you want to do that? Well, no, no, that's what you do. Oh, okay, okay. In what in star sixty nine? That's American. What's our one over it? One four seven one, isn't it? Which just yeah, comes up in your mobile now. Why are you not ever ringing a mobile? Well, yeah, that's well. Yeah, you know, it's... I suppose you get creepy emails and people sliding into your DMs. Yeah, there's still, you know, as, as many ways that the world is less creepy, we've more... found whole new ways to be creepy. Yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it, I... I love about this film now uh, how it is very dated, but that whole phone, the whole phone bit of it I love. Like, John Saxon comes around and he's like, don't worry, we're going to put a tap on the phone. And you're like, yeah, okay. The thing is, why? We were just talking about, oh, yeah, you just look at your phone and their number comes up, or you 1471 it, or it's star 69. Rigmarole that guy was going to get. I know it was brilliant. <laughs> I know it was brilliant. His scene, yeah, the actual, he's like squiggly diddly. He's got like eight arms trying to figure out yeah. where his phone call's coming from, and he's like following it down like the long banks, and it's <laughs> just like long banks. I don't even know what you'd call them. I don't know. Just, I don't know. I mean, it's all just old analog it's telephone crazy. stuff. It's like what? <laughs> it's fascinating to watch. In like he that, I think he's called is he Graham. Like I couldn't even find the actor's name, and I know he's been in other stuff, yeah. but he just, um, yeah, the, the phone tap guy in this film is awesome. But the whole phone situation is, is, is very weird compared to today. Yeah. And it was, what, 45 years ago? 48 years ago. Well, that's a long time now. It's a long time. Um, so You've come so far, Jamie. Well, have we? No. Two steps forward... One step back. All right, calm down, Paula Abdul. So, yeah, so we we're, we're pretty much done, didn't we, really? The ending, ambiguous ending. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced by the ending. I was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Because I'd never seen it before. Oh, really? Seen, no, I'd never seen it before. Well, the original? No. Really? No. Ah. Oh, I have no. How many stars did you give it? Three. You're kidding. What? The original Black Christmas? Yeah, three. Ouch. What do you mean, ouch? Oh, come on, man. Well, you give it five. I'd, it's a definite four. Well, I'd give it three. Oh, that's a harsh yeah, I was a, I was a little bit annoyed by the ending. But then... Because it gave me nothing. It gave me nothing. And it was like, oh, it's a bit creepy. Oh, she's dead. But it did. It did. I mean, it, that's, that's the other thing where uh, it doesn't follow the template that... Uh, it gives you a final girl, but you can't. You can't. It's nothing to do with it. Well, but they basically kill off the final girl, really. Yeah. But it's not even conclusive. You're just. They just. They leave don't you. find all the bodies. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, the the girl at the end, she probably dies. <coughs> That's <coughs> the ending. And it's yeah. like you can't really do that with your final girl. The final girl can have a final shock, but you can't imply that she's killed off camera at the end when she's sedated yeah and all right she 
didn't want to keep it, but she was pregnant. Yeah. That's a pretty dark ending when there's still, like, the first victim wrapped in plastic in the attic. Yeah, there's two victims in the attic. Yeah, creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. The, the old Kier Delia thing put me off. Is he just too old? Kier. Well, yeah, but that's only, that's I, only I since you... I wasn't convinced by him anyway as a character. I'm not ever convinced by him as an actor in general, man. He's, like, kind of... Yeah, he's a bit... Even in 2001, he's, he, ain't, he ain't a great leading man. No. He's... No, not at all. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, in this, he, does, he, he, plays the, he plays the part he needs to. He's creepy enough to make you think it could be him. Yeah. Why are you rubbing your torso all the way this? What are you uh, doing? What? What? What, what are you doing? My, my torso. You, throughout the podcast, Mike, you've been rubbing your torso. Because I've lost a lot of weight, Jamie, and I, I, I can feel my abs now. <laughs> oh, right, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm, feeling your abs. I'm feeling, through, mus- right, okay. I'm feeling my musculates. Great. I'm really, right? I'm really we'll happy for you. Whoa, let's touch my muscles. Whoa. Yeah. I found well, my ribs, ribs the other week. I found my ribs for years. I'm just finding it a bit disconcerting. Why? Because you're touching your torso. All right. Um, yeah, so... So you give it four stars? Four or five. No, I'm, to- no, I'm torn no, give between... It, give, it, give it a number. Okay, I'll give it five. Ah, yeah, you fuck your three stars. It's a five-star <laughs> classic. It's well, a classic. We're allowed, to, we're allowed to disagree. It's a horror classic. It is. It's good, but... I, it's I an important stepping stone in the journey of horror... I'm t- I'm torn between four or five. Well, that's a fair that's a fair assumption. Um, some days I'd go five, because I've seen it twice in a row this afternoon. I'm kind of thinking, mm, yeah, four. But ask me in six months. Did you watch the 2006 one? Yes. What did you think? I kind of like that. I, I I liked it. I don't think it could make his mind up whether it was going out for full on comedy or. It was very much of his era, wasn't it? So uh, so we should say Black Christmas. Well, it's Black Xmas on yeah. the cover of yeah. the Beatlemax, but on the actual title screen of the it's film, Christmas. it is Black Christmas. Yeah. Um, so it's 2006, directed by Glenn Morgan, who I didn't look to see what else he directed, and I've not really. No, I think this is one of those films where the the director had a plan. Uh, he wanted to do his plan, and then the Weinstein's got involved again. Yes, yeah, dimension film, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, they up the gore quotient, um, they up the, they up the number of kills, and they made some of the weird decisions. Whether it was him being yellow, I don't know. But that that I mean, the, the whole way he breaks out is the whole way he breaks out of the, the 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 asylum. What is wrong with you? I'm belching a minute. I'm just I'm, I'm gassy. We don't drink your beer so fast. I didn't drink it fast. I'm just... Right. I'm sorry. Is, it, I'm listening. I'm just saying, don't expect me to talk for a bit because right. I'm trying to suppress Black, a belch. Black Christmas 2006 goes straight in with the Billy Lutz backstory. Uh, oh, they, well, you yeah, kind of drip fed it through the whole thing. And yeah. To me, it's way too much. Yeah, I know what you mean. But having said that, it's brilliantly grubby and horrible. Yeah. It's like a really nasty EC Comics kind of Tales from the Crypt type <coughs> tale of like the, the evil mum yeah. hates the kid because he's yellow and looks like the dad 
She kills the dad, takes on a lover. He can't get her pregnant. Well, he's a drunk, and so the mum... He keeps falling asleep. That bit's bizarre. The yeah. mum, when she goes up into the attic and fucks Billy, that's he's messed up. He's been living in the attic for seven years, isn't he? That's pretty messed up. So then she gets pregnant by her own son, Yeah. which is Agnes. She's crazy about Agnes. Yeah, of course she is. And he plucks her eye out. It's got a real eyeball thing, yeah. this film, isn't it? Well, all the killers, well, both of the killers, uh, spoiler alert, sorry... Um, well, yeah, you know why she's going for the eye. Well, she'd lost, yeah, because she'd lost her eye because yeah. her dad, Billy, had pulled it out when she was a kid. It's yeah. messed up. It's a problem. Yeah. I, I love that about this film. But they were working as a team, and I don't know how. Yeah, because they. Yeah, she was in a, an institution somewhere else. He was in an institution somewhere yeah. else, and then they both kind of met in the middle on the same day. And why would they get on? Would yeah. she be a bit annoyed well, with him? My for... eye, dad, brother. It's, uh, you, you, you yellow bastard. It was very much... <laughs> um, it, it was very much that... I hate the phrase, but it was very much that kind of torture porn era. So you think you had Hostel or the Saw films. Yeah. So this film, for a slasher, it really kind of amped up some of the violence. Like yeah. The amount of eyeballs you see get squished. Yeah. In and eyeballs. Even... But yeah, it's... <laughs> Um, in fingers going into eye sockets yeah. and then pulling the dragging the body along yeah. with it. Brilliant! I love that stuff. But it's almost it's almost two films stuck together. Yeah. Um, I mean, the actors are all right, but oh, it's a good cast. It's a good cast. Right, should we have a little bit of a dive into Black Xmas two thousand and six cast? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Katie Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Trachtenberg, yeah. She and Buffy, you think she and Buffy? Maybe. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's nice. Yeah, and this was before she was like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You know, this was like uh, very early, early, early on. Early, you know? early, yeah. I kind of thought she was, even this time I watched it, I kind of thought she was going to end up the final girl. Is that the drunk one? No, no, no. That I didn't. I don't. I don't know that I've written her name down. I'm not sure who the drunk one is because she's been in loads of other stuff. She's she great. does the shower scene, doesn't she? Yeah. She's all. She's. You know. I don't want to say. I don't want to. She's. Just, she's got a very strong jaw, isn't she? <laughs> what? She just has a very strong jawline. That actress. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, is that a bad thing? No, not at all. I'm just. She, well, why would I mention it then? Because I, I just. <laughs> she's fine. She, she she's left. an incredibly attractive lady, but she's just got a big jaw. Buzz Lightyear jaw. Not quite that far. So you quite... don't find that attractive on her. Why? Who cares what I think? I'm not here to. <laughs> so I'm uh, asking you what you think. I don't fancy her. No, and I, I do, I do, but that her jaw would. She's got a big jaw. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. I feel really bad. I don't, I can't, I don't I even don't write her name down. I'm not uh, even trying. Yeah, I'm fucking not writing her name down. No, she's no, got a big jaw. I might have written it she's down. She's got a big jaw. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure she's not Katie Cassidy. That's the blonde. What's her name in the What's her name in the film? I can't remember. Katie Cassidy is the final girl, and she she's the blonde lady. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the other other one. Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she oh she gets proper eye popped. 
Which one get the? Because I I thought the girl who gets the ice skate in the head was gonna get. Who gets the ice skate in the head? I thought she was gonna be the final girl for a bit. I don't even remember one of them getting an ice skate in the head. Yeah, that would have been Melissa Kitt. And then Lee turns up. This Claire's sister. Oh yeah, sister. is that uh, is that Kristen Cloak? I think she's played by. Yeah, I thought. What's, she, what's this about? Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a weird. But she turns out to be quite a cool character. She's yeah. almost like the Han Solo kind of yeah. character in a way. I, she, spoiler alert, she dies at the end, and I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I don't like that yeah, they kill no, her no, off. No. Really, I, she deserved to kind of make it. I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Lacey Chabert. Chabert. She uh, was in the first season of Family Guy, wasn't she? Well, I don't know. She's in Party of Five. Well, no, it's she crazy. Was, she was Megan. Family Guy from Yeah, yeah, I'd heard that. I don't, I didn't, I don't know. Um, it's a, it's, yeah, in Party of Five, she looked, well, she was a proper kid, wouldn't she? Yeah. Whereas in that this... was like 10 years earlier. Was it 10 years earlier? It was early? in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. They, yeah. How's her jaw? She, an attractive, they're all attractive young ladies, Mark. I'm not trying to... <laughs> stop trying to get me in trouble. I'm not trying to get... You got I, yourself in trouble there. I... She's got a really strong jaw. She just has a <laughs> strong jawline. I quite liked her. I thought she was quite... She, quite her nice. character's funny as well. She's quite a spiky kind of character and everything. Yeah. If I met her in real life, Mark, I'd probably, you know... I'd, I, Yeah, she'd be fantastically good looking. I'm just saying, like, from a... <laughs> speculative <laughs> oh fuck's sake <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> get out of the yeah literally the, I can't, the I can't. Yeah. get out of the hole what am I even worried about I'm just saying she's an attractive lady but she's got a really big jaw I'm sorry yeah as we said before I think there's too much uh, <laughs> I think there's too much about the backstory yeah you find out a bit too much about Billy um, I think Bob Clark um Bob Clark sadly, I think, died in. I think it was two thousand and seven. Yeah, I think he he managed to watch this film. Yeah, he was it, thinking about doing an actual sequel yeah. to the original Black Christmas, but he died in a car accident. Yeah, it's tragically. Yeah, uh, it was him and his son. I think they were. I think they were hit by a drunk driver. Is yeah, very very sad. But he did get to see this one, and he he had kind of, yeah so he was kind of involved so i think a lot of the backstory of billy mm. was what was sort of vaguely written about him for the first one yeah and in a way in a way with the first one even though you know nothing about the killer you don't even really know that it is billy yeah. or anything like that but you still feel that although you're not being given all the information. You do feel that there is, there's a reason. There is something. Obviously, there's something going on. Yeah. But if you could just piece it all together, you could maybe understand it. And I think that's the hook of the first one. That it's so ambiguous, and you're so like, well, why? Yeah, there's a real mystery but there. It, what was really going on? Whereas this one, that you, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, but again, again, it's. Um, He's only murdering people because he wants to go home. What, the second one? Yeah. Well, yeah, because he wants to go home. Yeah, he wants to go home for Christmas. He doesn't have to murder everybody. Well, yeah, but he is crazy. I mean, it's not just that he wants to go home. He wants to go home and kill anyone that 
he meets on the way. I still, I still don't get to understand how Agnes was involved. Well, that was his sister. Yeah, I know she's. I know how she's involved. Oh yeah, how, where she came from and how she ended up being yeah, she, in the she, house she, at that same time. Yeah, I don't get how she got into the house. We don't know how long she's been there. She could have been. There, she could have been in there a couple of weeks. Yeah, but then because she, they said she was released from a. Or yeah. she, she walked out of uh, wherever she was a couple of weeks before. Oh, I didn't. I missed that bit. Okay, yeah. I missed that bit. Oh, okay. So that's giving you a bit of a. So but that, did, did, but did Billy know? Which, well, I, I guess know. they were. Maybe they were writing to one another. I don't know. What is up with his yellow hands? I mean, how he gets out of the asylum is the worst, worst secured, mentally, criminally insane thing. Well, the security guard's a dick. Oh yeah, because you can see that <laughs> he is. A, the security guard is a real dick. Um... I mean, don't go in the room. Don't even... No, you don't. Why would, just no. get back up. It's like, uh, stuff's going down. Yeah, shit's happening. Billy Lenz has just handed me a weird little present. I, we need people down here. I think we might need to, like... What, how, how does that... Um, Santa Claus walk in? Yeah, no, He no. just walks in. Well, he, well, the bloke drops that carton of milk off yeah. his cart, doesn't it? And it sticks in the door. Yeah. And you kind of think, like, oh, this is... Is this guy going to kill him and help Billy escape but no it's just the Santa this he's, 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 he was for the children's war the children's war <laughs> yeah and did you, I also noticed as well that the ward that Billy's on I can't quite remember how it's quite worded but it's like kind of criminally insane yeah it's criminally insane and then it's 1225 ward 1225 right uh, which with the American way of doing it is like the 25th of December yeah 25th of the 12th. They do it wrong. Yeah. For our American yeah. listener, you do it wrong. You, they, you do do it wrong. It doesn't make any sense the way they do it, does it? It's, you know, no. you start with a day, day, month, year. Yeah. It makes Not sense. Month, day, year. It's month, month, day, year. Who oh. do, well, Americans. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Um, so, great cast. Mate, they still got the, they're still measuring in quartz and pints and measuring in... in yeah, but we're still pretty imperial, aren't we? We haven't really gone the full measure. Yeah, but we don't, like, we, don't have a, we don't have a head fit if somebody says that's nine centimetres. Mm, some people do. Grave diggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've never embraced the metric, really. We, we've always tried to kind of walk. We've wanted to we, have we, our we, cake we, yeah, and eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, so, ain't got, so I ain't got a whole hell of a lot to say about Black Exorcist. Well, I, I do I enjoy it. The kills are good. But it's a lot of eyeball shit. Why yeah, is all that eyeball yeah, yeah, we've stuff? We've said all that. But why is that in there? Where is the sticker repetition? That's a dumbbell. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, don't hit me with that. No, but it's weird that because in I mean this. If we consider in the first one, eyeballs play a role in that. Yeah, but but not in a not in a particularly group. Yeah, not in a. The only real times you see the killer, you just seem to see his eyes. Yeah. Uh, When he kills Barb with a glass unicorn, you see he clearly got brown eyes. Yeah. Um. Which is kind of, which, it yeah it makes it, that adds another level of ambiguity because at the end when Jess and it all happens off screen, Kid Lee is acting really crazy when he gets down in the basement. He is acting kind of crazy. He's like, "Oh Jess, what are you doing down here?" Is she really... trying to get away from him? Well, she thinks he may very well be the killer, but yeah, he, he might just be thinking, well, "Where the fucking hell is she going?" Well, yeah, yeah, and. and 
And she should know it's not him because she's seen the killer's eye through the crack in the door. And it's a brown eye. And so (laughs) it's a big brown eye. It is. It's a brown eye. Yeah, so sorry, it's not, it's, sorry, my child came. For it's me. not Keir Delia. You know that. No. So, at the end, when she does kill him with a poker, yeah, and you kind of think. I mean, there's a whole level to that. It's like, why did you see? You didn't see any of that either. No, and it was like maybe she knew he wouldn't kill her, but at the same time, he was the dickhead who was trying to stop her having an abortion. So well, she didn't say anything. You know, she's no, just no, in the trance, isn't no. she? So it, may, it might be Billy killed him. Yeah, don't know. I think she. I think she killed him. But I. Don't, I think she might have known he was going back killer. to the original film. Then when they're all sat round, are they sat round the bed and they're all talking about it? And Claire's dad's still there. Yeah. And somebody just like helps him up, and he just like wanders up, goes, "Nobody's found Claire yet." Well, that's right at the end. When yeah. he, it, right at the end, he's, 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 he's like, he, does he collapse? Or yeah. Something? When he's he, like, and the doctor looks at him and says, "This, he's in shock." He's, he's yeah. like, "Where's Claire?" But they'd already found bodies. But not his daughter. But not his daughter. And they'd already known the girl in the park had been killed and found. Uh, Jess had found Barb and Phil. Yeah. So they... Why the police was, look in that loft? Yeah, that scene. It's just, just like, oh, well, there's loads of people... You would think that would be their immediate response to what Because it is a big loft. Well, that you would think after... And somebody's been calling from inside the house. Yeah. And then finding what they did in the basement, and Jess has killed her boyfriend. You'd be like, let's just search. Should we every... just have a quick look in the loft? We'll nah. look through every. Nah, it's Christmas Eve, mate. That's off. Yeah. Then leave one copper outside. I'll stay. I'll stay with her until her parents get here, and then he just buggers off. Yeah. What's up with this guy? He sits outside. Oh, he needs to get to the hospital. He's well, in they shock. Needed to, they needed to get him outside so Billy could kill Jess. <laughs> somebody's just been through that trauma and she's killed somebody and seen like four of her friends get killed I, you wouldn't leave her in the house on her own I think as well I the um, I don't know why but of all these kind of horror films of all the kind of final girls and stuff like that I don't know Olivia, it, I mean I'm a big fan of Jamie Lee and everything but Olivia Hussey just seems so vulnerable yeah. and She's going through such a shit time in her life, in her boyfriend. Yeah, it's just been oh, such a shit sake. about it. On top of um, that, people are getting murdered around. Yeah, there. I just um, it, it's heartbreaking to think that she gets killed at the end. And there's that whole bit as well when Barb is getting killed, and the carolers are on the on the front porch. Right, yeah. And she's got the front door open, and it feels really Christmassy. There's like the Christmas lights reflecting in her face. Um, that's the other thing I'd say about the original as well, is that the lighting yeah. and the mood so good. It's so warm. It's kind of um, counterintuitive because it's a horror film. Yeah. But in the house, it feels warm it, it feels and cosy. Really yeah, it and Christmassy. Christmassy. And it's all that low lighting and everything. It just feels like a nice place to be. Except, obviously, it isn't because there's a killer <laughs> hiding in the attic. And um, what would you give uh, Black Xmas out of five? The, what, the 2006 remake? Yeah. Uh, I'd, uh, it's a solid three. So I was going to go lower. Really? Lower yeah. than three? You're so harsh. I'm harsh today. We're not even talking about Black Christmas 2019. But all the films we talk about, we love. Yeah, I did, like, I, I did enjoy it, but it... 
It's just some of it was stupid. Oh, yeah. The boyfriend. And the, yeah. He was annoying. Well, he was try- they were trying to make him a red herring and it was just didn't work. Well, no, because he was a douche flute. Why was he... A douche flute? He was a massive douche flute. He, hadn't he been recording him sleeping with girls? Yeah. And how was that other girl? And why was, had she ended up... Had she been sleeping with him and then... I don't know, I got confused about it a bit. Yeah, because was, it was him with his girlfriend, wasn't yeah. it? No. Was it another girl? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought it was... Was it Katie Cassidy, his girlfriend? Oh, I, th- I think it was... She was looking... She was looking at them two having sex on the screen. Right. Oh, it was her and him? Yeah, that was her and She and was him. upset that it was online? Yeah. And then his actual girlfriend... Yeah, when she, 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 she then goes and gets killed... And then his actual girlfriend goes in and sees it. I, don't, I can't remember. I don't yeah, know. no, it's, it's weird. It's I'm not. Weird. I'm not sure. Because there was I'm a couple. Not... Of, there was a couple of girls that looked exactly the same. There's a lot of dark-haired yeah. like was... brunettes in this, aren't there? Yeah, and um, I think it was, there was. I think there was too many in the house as well. And the way that uh, well, it was a sorority house, Mark. Uh, it's, too, it's all women. Too, too many people. Um, too many women was what you were saying, Mark. No, which no, is there a was, little. No, there was too many characters is what I meant. You can never have too many women, Jamie. <laughs> Not in a sorority house. <laughs> Not in a sorority house. But how Mrs. Mac dies is like ludicrous. Oh, I like that. Don't you give a fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> An ice icicle falls through her eye. Yeah, yeah, back which, the yeah. He played Phil in the first one, and she's still quite endearing yeah. in this. She could almost be the same character. Well, apparently, if apparently, she hadn't died, she could be the apparently, same. Apparently, sorority houses don't work like that, where they're in the middle of fucking nowhere and nobody can get to the next house. Oh, yeah, no, that's all a little bit... Uh, but I um, I think more in the second one than the first... In the, in the second one, you get much more of a, that slasher film mm. feeling of these people are isolated, entrapped, yeah. or there's no way out. And it, it is implausible, but you do feel that in the second one. In the first one... Yeah, you don't get that. You don't, it's, it's like not, a bustling... It's like it's almost they're on campus. Yeah, it just... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just... But then having said that, it, within the house, not even with characters being murdered, it throughout the first film, the house is emptying. Yeah. And to begin with, that first party, all the members are there, and they have that party. Yeah. And they have that first phone leave, call. Yeah, they've loaded them leave. Yeah, and then they're all going home for the holidays. And then by the end, it's not really... They don't make a big deal about it, but towards the end... You're very conscious that really it's just Jess, Phil, and Barb, and you know Barb's been killed, yeah, and you know Mrs. Mac has been killed, and it's just all of a sudden, right at the end, it gets down to poor Jess just literally being on her own in that house, yeah, and all the people that are supposed to be protecting her, all the coppers are just like, oh yeah, we'll yeah we'll look after her, and they all just fade away, leave yeah. her on her own, sedated, they've drugged her. Um, yeah, the first one's weird. Isn't it? Yeah, the really? first one's weird. The second one's come on, all garden slasher, and the third one. I don't even want to talk about it. Really, is nah, that bad? It's, it's not very good. You put me off it. No, nah, it's not very good. It's not even. It doesn't even have the same killers. Really? No. No Billy or Agnes. There's no Billy or Agnes. It's all about frat houses and sorority girls. Okay. Well, that's and, what and, the other ones are about. Toxic men and. Yeah, Men getting revenge. Yeah. And it's just uh, ham-fisted 
as you like. Okay. One star. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not... <laughs> They haven't pulled it off. I'm going to have to watch it then. No, you'll, you'll get annoyed by about 20 minutes. I well, guarantee I... you'll get... You, you might watch it all and go, oh. Okay. And they've wasted Imogen Poops. I like Imogen Poops. Yeah, she's really good, but she's wasted in that. Um, I really like her in 28 Weeks Later. Is she British? Um, I liked her in Vivarium. Well, I've not seen that. That's quite good. I've not seen that. That's quite good. Um, she might be British. Um, t- I don't know, because 28 Weeks Later has also got Jeremy Renner in, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really good cast in 28 Weeks Later. I do like Robert Carlyle. Doesn't Idris Elba turn up in that? Is he, how yeah, I've got a feeling he might turn up in that. Or loads, was loads of his bits cut? Is Jolie Richardson in it as well? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I might be, I might be on an event horizon kick still. I'm, yeah, maybe getting wrong. Um... But Robert Carlyle, Jeremy Renner, and Imogen Poots is that's a yeah. that's a good cast already, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's a good sequel. Yeah, they never did the Twenty Eight Months Later. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, it's a shame. I, the first two were pretty one. good. Yeah, yeah, the first two did. They could have done another one. Anyway, we're going to wrap that up. This uh... yeah, so I've, yeah, we've pretty much uh, we didn't really do. I should have watched the last one. Let you down there. Maybe yeah. I could watch it for next Christmas. Maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Are we doing another Christmas theme film next week? Uh, it probably won't be out in time for Christmas. Oh, okay, so. but we might, we might do squeeze one out between Christmas well, and the New Year. Okay, well, yeah. There, we'll, needs, there needs to be a New Year's Day murder film. Um, yeah. There probably is, isn't there? No, not one is... The January Man with Kevin Klein. <laughs> He's not a murderer, though, is well, it? It's a serial killer, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think that's a serial killer movie. Ja- the January Man. I yeah. quite like it. It's like a comedy serial killer movie. Oh, right. Well, not... No, the serial killer isn't comedy, but... Oh, is it not? No, the serial killer is the fret, but the cop in stuff is kind of relatively light-hearted. Oh, right, You've not seen that? No, no, no. It's good. Don't like Kevin Klein. You don't like Kevin Klein? No. I find that insane. He's brilliant. <laughs> what do you mean you find it insane? That's insane. He's brilliant in A Fish Called Wanda, and he's brilliant in Silverado. Oh, right. He is. Kevin he's, Klein. He's shitting Dave, though. I've not I don't know. Is it Dave the one, the president one? Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, I don't count that. Those two alone. He's, oh, he is good in Fishcore Wonder. Fishcore Wonder is really good. And uh, you don't like Westerns, do you? No, not King. Really? Well, we're going we're gonna to have to watch the original Django at some point. Yeah, no, I can get through that. You'll like the original Django. Anyway, next week. Yeah. What are we going to do for next week? Well, I don't know, the original Django? No, <laughs> fucking hell. Why not? Why can't we do Django? I thought we were going to do another Christmas film. We can do. What Christmas film do you want to do, Mark? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas no, it's got to be a horror. Well, okay. Christmas horror. No, like Silent Christmas Night, Frank Deadly Night. What, the original? That's a little rubbish, isn't it? Is that a remake as well? Uh, oh, they, but they have remade it. So, they have made remakes of that. And then they did a Silent Night. That one was quite good, where he had the flamethrower. We'll, have a, we'll, have, a think, we'll have a think about it. That's an off-air yeah. conversation. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say goodnight, Jamie. Goodnight, Jamie. Good night, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas.
Damien Fortress Betamax Dungeon.